Welcome to the CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Britt Wright, and this podcast is for creative entrepreneurs on fire. You're listening to season four, where we're going to give you inspiration to fuel your creativity, actionable steps to further your business success, and major aha moments from the amazing guests we have lined up. I am so excited that you're here. Thank you for listening. Now let's begin. Hello, welcome to the CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Britt Wright, and today we are talking about mindset again. The last few episodes have been really heavy on the law side of things, which, while is definitely necessary, may have felt a little overwhelming. So today I wanted to jump back into mindset and just make sure that we're covering all facets of what needs to go into your business. It goes hand in hand having to deal with the bureaucratic, legislative part of your business, as well as the part that keeps you sane. So uh, I recently engaged a business coach, which has been a completely eye-opening and fantastic experience. I've considered it for a few years, and I finally bit the bullet when a good friend of mine launched a coaching business this year. It's a great opportunity to not only support her in her new venture, but also be able to pick her brain while paying her for her value, which she's been providing value for years, but um, but now I'm actually able to pay her for it, which is huge. I love that. I love being able to compensate people for the value they provide. And as an entrepreneur, I think that's one of the nicest things you can do for fellow entrepreneurs is actually support them in their business versus just, you know, picking their brain and asking them for advice. So I'm happy and and grateful that I'm able to do that for my very brilliant friend. Anyways, on that tangent, last week she had me review an article from Harvard Business Review. It was actually in the magazine in 1996, but it still rings true to this day. It's an article that is titled, The Questions Every Entrepreneur Must Answer. It is so interesting because the reason she sent it to me is she had me reflect on what my personal goals were for this year. And it ties so closely into what we want to achieve in our business. So, you know, it's always been something I think I knew innately, but it's never something I've seen kind of written in black and white that way. So I wanted to just go over with you guys what those questions prompted for me and and how it kind of made me reflect on my journey to where I am today as an entrepreneur. I'd never had anyone pose this question to me so directly before. And truthfully, it's the foundation which I built this business on. It's the reason I became an entrepreneur. And I'd never actually really put it into words. It's kind of funny because I was recently interviewed by a university student from Guelph University here in Canada. And one of her initial questions is, why did you become an entrepreneur? So I'm going to play you that clip here because it's a very, it's a just, it's a simply my answer to her. And then we're going to jump into some of the questions that this article asks, and you're going to see how it all relates. What motivated you to become an entrepreneur? That's a great question. I worked in corporate uh, corporate construction, commercial construction for seven years before I decided to start my own business. But what drove me to become an entrepreneur was really the amount of effort and care that I was putting into my corporate job that was at the end of the day, going into someone else's pocket and becoming, you know, some, it was basically fueling someone else's dream. I think 
what, what was important for me is that whatever I'm doing day to day is fueling my dream. So when I started my own business, that was really like the, the bottom line was that I wanted what I was working for every day and putting all of my effort and my, you know, dreams and goals and blood and sweat and tears into this. I wanted the end result to be for me, you know, my success and my path and my mark on the world is what I want to leave behind through my business. And so for me, it was, that's where the drive came from, but it comes with a lot of sacrifice too, in terms of you are the only one answering to yourself. So there's no, nobody to fall back on really, if something goes sideways or you fail. So that was um, the challenge I wanted with entrepreneurship is to be able to chase my own dreams, but also not have to rely on anybody else and be the one forging my own success. What I found really interesting when discussing with my business coach, the relationship of personal goals to business goals was the fact that so many people shy away from involving their personal goals in their business. When in reality, if you're a solo entrepreneur or a small entrepreneur, your personal goals are intrinsically tied into your business. The quote from the article that she had me read that really hit home for me was this. An entrepreneur's personal and business goals are inextricably linked. Whereas the manager of a public company has fiduciary responsibility to maximize value for shareholders, entrepreneurs build their businesses to fulfill personal goals and, if necessary, seek investors or employees with similar goals. When we start a business, it is often with the goal of a certain amount of time freedom, a certain amount of financial freedom. Those are the end goals and big overarching reasons why we want to be in business for ourselves. We may also have a fantastic product, creative outlet, whatever it might be, that's the actual service that we're providing, which is also a huge part of what we're delivering. But at the end of the day, the be all end all for the reason we want to deliver that from our own business versus under the business of somebody else is to achieve those personal goals. Where I think this doesn't get talked about a lot is the fact that there's sometimes a shame, guilt, or judgment around having those personal goals tied with a business. I don't know where it came from, but I have felt it is this strange perception that the business is in some way driven by altruism. So, you know, driven by a selfless concern for the well-being of others. When really it's not a not-for-profit, it is a for-profit business and it is driven by delivering a good service that also makes profit. Where I see this a lot in construction is in a simple markup profit model. So it seems to be an issue a lot of the time that there is a markup percentage on materials and labor. Well, how do you think we make money? <laughs> if you go and buy a coffee, you're not paying the same to the coffee shop that they paid to buy the coffee. You're paying for the coffee they bought. You're paying for the employee's time to make the coffee. You're paying a markup for their rent and the way they decorated their coffee shop and what music they're playing and their Spotify membership. All of those things combined go into your $6 latte. So it always boggles my mind when people ask why there's a markup on materials and labor for their construction project. It's a for-profit business. And when you're running a for-profit business, your bottom line, 
needs to be about profit. Otherwise, you should be running a not-for-profit business. And where does that profit go when you're an entrepreneur? Well, if you own your own business outright, it goes to you. If you have a profit-sharing model with your employees or if you have shareholders or any kind of partnership, then it is split amongst those in whatever format you have created. So in looking at our personal goals in relationship with our business goals is a super important thing to do because if you, for example, want more time to spend with your kids this year, well, maybe that means scaling back your business a little bit. Maybe that means taking on less clients. Maybe that means actually reducing your profit and maybe cutting some of the the roles out of your business in order to actually scale it down properly so you can achieve that additional time. Maybe that means hiring more people to take over what you do in your business if that's an option. There are a lot of ways that that personal goal is going to affect your business. Alternatively, if you have a personal goal that requires additional funds, then you're going to need to increase your business. You're going to need to get more clients. You're going to need to land bigger jobs. You're going to need to make more profit in order to have a better bottom line to fuel your personal goals. So I think that really my point in this episode is to open your eyes to ensuring that you're clear about your personal goals and then how do those relate to your business. There is absolutely no shame in starting a business for personal gain and for personal fulfillment. And there is absolutely no shame in continuing down that road and rejigging the way your company works in order to benefit yourself and what you want for your future. A few other questions we can ask ourselves when looking to align our personal and business goals can be in relation to control. How much of your business do you want to have control over? Are you feeling like there's some parts of the business that are starting to not function in the way that you like? Do you need to take that back? Or on the other side of the coin, are there things that you would prefer to not have to deal with anymore? Are there some things you can outsource? Are there some things you can hire for? Entrepreneurs must make a bewildering number of decisions and they must make the decisions that are right for them. So as an entrepreneur, Sometimes you have to do stuff that feels not great. And maybe that means letting somebody go. Maybe that means scaling down. Maybe that means choosing a different supplier. Um, Whatever that looks like, sometimes you have to make some hard decisions. And that was just a uh, a comforting quote from this article. So that's one I wanted to share. In fact, a business that becomes too big might prevent the founder from enjoying life or remaining personally involved in all aspects of the work. You may feel out of control. And if you feel out of control in your business, you may be worried that quality is going to start to slip or you aren't able to deliver the same level of service that you have been delivering while things were a bit smaller. So that's an important part to have a look at. If delivering something very specific is an integral part of your business, you may want to look at the size of your business and as you scale, are you still able to deliver that same level of service? If the answer is no, then maybe you need to look at how to reevaluate, how to rejig things so that you can still maintain that level of service your customers are used to. Entrepreneurs must reconcile what they want with what they're willing to risk. This is a big one. 
If you want a lot more profit, you might have to make a lot of investment. You might have to hire someone whose salary is way bigger than you feel comfortable with. You might have to invest in a brick and mortar facility. You know, there's so many ways that we can invest in our business, but those are risks, especially if that money is coming out of the bottom line and that's going to take away from from your annual salary or your annual dividend. So, how much are you willing to risk to make that goal happen? And how much of a personal risk is it? If you're a corporation, maybe it's a little bit less of a risk uh, versus if you're a sole proprietor. So reconciling your personal goals and your business goals and what that risk looks like on both parts is super important when you're looking at what you want to achieve. Founders cannot build self-sustaining organizations simply by letting go. Before entrepreneurs have the option of doing less, they first must do much more. If the business model is not sustainable, they must create a new one. So a lot of times businesses actually aren't more profitable the larger they get. There's a lot of times where there's a sweet spot and you might decide at that sweet spot, this would be great if we could double this. But by doubling, say, the number of employees you have, doubling the actual revenue the company is creating doesn't necessarily mean doubling your profit. In fact, most of the time you don't. You have to kind of hit a certain plateau and then there's a, a phase where you actually make more money but you don't make more profit until you hit that next kind of plateau. So it really depends how much you want to give in order to get. And that's another another personal versus business goal you have to look at. If you want to grow your business, how much more time and effort and investment are you willing to put in in order to go from one plateau to the next? Because that can take years and it can take a ton of time and investment and that might not be something you're willing to part with. So that's a really a really good way of framing it. You know, you can't let go. You've got to dig in if you want to create a new model or create more profit and and that's something you might have to give up some personal goals for. Lastly, I'll leave you with this one. And this was such a good article. I will link it in the show notes because it is the basis of this whole episode. Um, and I do think you should read it because obviously there's so much more information and there's also related articles uh, to it that are linked there too. So definitely check it out. But I will leave you with this. Entrepreneurs have a responsibility to themselves and to the people who depend on them to understand what fulfills and frustrates them personally. So have a think on that. It's really important. And by being in alignment with your personal goals, you are going to be a better business owner, a better boss, a better person to deliver what you are creating to your clients. And at the end of the day, if you don't have happy clients, you don't have a business. So I hope you love this episode. Please rate and review. Happy to have you here and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that we talk about all things business here with a little bit of woo-woo thrown in. So what we're doing at the moment is we are creating a very robust, amazing course for designers. And this course is going to teach you how to run your own business. And it's going to get down into the absolute nitty gritty that we just can't cover on the podcast. So if you're interested in learning how to run your business efficiently and become a profitable, happy designer, please get on the wait list. The link is in this episode show notes. We are launching in early 2024.